It's Tuesday, July 25th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, we delve into a new congressional task force aimed at combating Mexican cartels. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that the Canyon de Chez National Monument was established in 1931 as a unit of the National Park Service? Located in northeastern Arizona, it is within the boundaries of the Navajo Nation. The monument is home to one of the longest continuously inhabited landscapes in North America and preserves ruins of the indigenous tribes that lived in the area, from the ancestral Puebloans to the Navajo. The monument covers 131 square miles and encompasses the floors and rims of the three major canyons. It is one of the most visited national monuments in the United States. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. A new congressional task force is combating Mexican cartels. The move was initiated in May by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, with Dan Crenshaw of Texas to lead this task force. McCarthy's decision came on the heels of Crenshaw's critique of the House Border Security Bill passed on May 11th. Crenshaw says the bill fell short of a robust action plan to tackle cartels, expressing concern over its directive for the Department of Homeland Security to evaluate whether major cartels should be designated as international terrorist organizations. He warned this could inadvertently exacerbate our immigration crisis. His argument? This label might provide more immigrants with a credible claim to asylum, arguing they are fleeing from terrorists, a situation he anticipates the Biden administration would support. Yeah, so I mean, there's a legal difference. Um, The the side effect that we point out is that if you label them an official terrorist organization, well, that has a side effect of making a credible fear claim for asylum seekers uh, uh, much greater. Also, if you hear from DEA, it it might mess up some of their ability to do Um, unclassified uh, criminal investigations through law enforcement means to actually prosecute these people. To simplify it for everybody, you absolutely need to treat them like terrorist organizations. You have to target them the same way that we targeted ISIS. You use intelligence, you use sources on the ground. You work by, with, and through your partners in Mexico. The border security bill was primarily designed to tighten asylum claims following the end of Title 42 and to improve border infrastructure. Following the task force's first meeting last week, Crenshaw made a bold statement to Politico. He acknowledged the lack of serious congressional attention to the cartel threat and the absence of a clear plan to deal with these criminal organizations. Crenshaw believes this task force is a step in the right direction. It's aimed at comprehensively investigating cartel activity, developing policy recommendations, educating the American public, and introducing legislation to target drug cartels in a way that safeguards American safety and sovereignty. Representative Juan Siscamani brought attention to the daily threats his district faces due to cartel activity at the southern border, from spikes in crime to an influx in fentanyl. 
According to him, the task force embodies the House Majority's effort to combat cartels and improve national safety. During the task force's inaugural meeting, they divided into five working groups. Siskamani expects to play an instrumental role on the task force due to his close connection to border district law enforcement and a seat on the Appropriations Committee, a key role that could help secure funding for DHS and aid to Mexico in their fight against cartels. To stay up to date on this story, make sure to visit us at myheraldreview.com. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, Julian Keeling recently showed us a custom 1911 pistol he created, which includes a 16-inch barrel in his Keeling Custom Gunsmithing Shop in Huachuca City. Here is how he got into the trade. Hi, I am Julian Keeling of Keeling Custom Gunsmithing. Yeah, I'm here in Huachuca City. Uh, what brought me here is just love of gunsmithing. Um, I graduated from Yavapai College. I am a certified gunsmith, and I have my gunsmithing shop here located at 123 Pachuca Boulevard. Um, the main thing that really got me into gunsmithing was when I was a kid, my dad would take me and my brother out shooting, and I really loved doing that. But I also really loved taking the guns apart and cleaning them. And, um, after graduating high school from Tombstone, I got an opportunity to really learn how guns work and how they're made. And that eventually led me to making this here. And this is sort of my passion, making really long 1911s, and I plan on building more of these. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young, the Community Relations Director at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. At Prestige, every day brings something new and exciting for our residents. We're so much more than bingo. From day trips and poker nights to manicures and happy hours, our team works hard to create moments that bring residents joy and fulfillment. We invite you to come visit and experience the fun for yourself as we celebrate life at every age. For more information, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next an event that you should know about. This Thursday, head over to Veterans Memorial Park at the Centennial Pavilion for this week's free summer concert series. You'll enjoy music by Saba Trio, a classic southern rock band playing rock and roll hits from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Bring blankets and chairs. Food and drinks can be purchased if you don't bring your own. Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Carol Alberta. Carol was born in Denver in 1937. She was raised in Wiggins, Colorado, and graduated from high school in 1955. She attended the University of Denver on a scholarship. Carol's life was packed full of family, friends, and fun. She met each day with determination and unparalleled enthusiasm for the next activity, adventure, or event. A true matriarch, she was the center of every celebratory event and holiday occasion. She loved spending time with family and friends. Her grandkids adored her. Together, they made chocolate fondue, played card games, and baked cookies. 
She also enjoyed traveling, playing bridge, and volunteering at the Green Valley Sawarita Chamber of Commerce, and later at La Posada's Vensel Treasure Shop. Carol moved to Green Valley with her first husband Jack in 1989. Her skill and experience in interior design, and as a former owner of a gift shop in Colorado, proved an asset to her real estate career. She became one of the top producing realtors in all of southern Arizona, working for Coldwell Banker and listed and later sold the first million-dollar listing in Green Valley. She is survived by her three children, grandchildren, and brother. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Carol's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.